0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I am the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in Saint Charles, Illinois, and I'm
1: Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. We got some news. Oh, we do. Yeah, we got some. Oh, we're sharing let's let's share, share it. it. Let's share, Let it. share Let it. people know what's going on. All right, go ahead.
0: Listen, uh, Redeemer Fellowship. It's uh, it's a pretty great church. I love this church. I love it. It's pretty awesome. You know, we're a young, we, we like to say we're a young church with an old soul, right? Because yep. we're 15 years old. Uh, and
1: it's time to shut down.
0: Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. It it's, was a good run. It was a good run. You know, did pretty well. But, uh, but Jimmy and I did get these very generous offers from a megachurch that want us to come in as co-pastors, co-personalities, mm. co-brand. Mm, co-brand. The, the JoFo is the brand of this megachurch now.
1: I would hate that. Oh my gosh. It, I would hate that. That. That, would,
0: that would not be a good church. No. It'd be a good party. It would not be a good church.
1: It'd be like a smash and grab, right? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like out in California, yeah. Just we smash did. and grab, just like jump in, get all the loot you can, and out.
0: <laughs> no, no. Listen, uh, you know we're growing, and uh, we find ourselves in need of some additional staff. Yep now what we've done historically we've we've just hired from within whenever that's possible but as we have continued to grow we find new needs arising and so we are actually currently looking for two staff positions we are looking to hire uh, an associate pastor full-time position full-time as well as a part-time youth leader position that's right so uh listen we've got all the details mapped out for you and this stuff will be found on some of those church uh, employment websites but for, we wanted to,
1: we wanted to give you the inside yeah before it goes live there
0: right so you guys listen for listeners you know what we're about you you know you, you if you're a regular listener you know a fair bit about redeemer what yep. we're about how we function if you are uh, looking to be employed as an associate pastor or if you're looking for a part-time gig as a youth pastor um, you can go to our website doctor Nope, that's not, oh, not that, that website, no, not the that church website. website. Not that one. The,
1: the, the, at some point, we we'll, should link, put, to it, we'll yeah. link to it. We we'll, have we'll link it to on it in ours. the show notes.
0: But uh, go to RedeemerFellowship.org slash openings. That's it. Go to RedeemerFellowship.org slash openings. You can read the job description, what we're looking for. Uh, there'll be a means for you to go ahead and, and send in uh cover letter, resume, all that stuff. Boom. So Look forward to it. Get in on it. I like Jimmy that you keep the ashtray so close to you that I basically have to get on top of the table on my hands and knees just to ash I'm, my cigar. But I'm, into I'm it. short. You do have T-Rex arms, yep. I know, but uh, you know, feel like still should be in the middle. Eh, middle-ish. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not in the middle. It's it's like way it over there by you. Middle-ish. Yeah. Oh, all, right. all right. That's fine. So if, if I if I start to talk like this, it's because I'm trying to ash my. That's right. Cigar. That's all right. Uh, it, 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 I accept headache. these terms. Okay. All right. You know what I did the other day. I, uh, What'd you do? I took my son. I was like, hey, man, let's go get some Chinese food at Jen Ho. Oh, now, yeah. Now, Jen Ho is, uh been around forever in the area here. And uh, there are certain things that they make that I don't think are as good anywhere else. And it's like, you know, linen on the tablecloth. If you go in, it's mm. kind of nice. Actually, you know, there's no delivery option. Door, no DoorDash, no Grubhub. They do not deliver.
1: Like, forget it.
0: They're like, no, you no, either come in and get it. Fresh. Or uh No. Yep. To, so which is kind of annoying because sometimes <laughs> i don't want to leave and go get yeah, yeah. it anyways so we went there and uh man we it's just me and him just talking about man stuff you know my, my son's growing up yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's in college now and it was it was cool because uh he's a good boy we've been going out i go out with the kids we do stuff but like it's different when they start to get older you know and uh and they're 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 having more adult issues and problems or or desires and, and plans and looking to the future. So you know we talked about college and oh, what nice. he wants to do after this mm. and you know where he, where he'd like to go and it's pretty it's it's pretty exciting, man. He's a he's a good boy. Yeah, he is. I love my kids, man. They're awesome. But and that was sweet, a sweet little uh, little time out. Mm. It's it's you know when I take out the younger ones, we can just go to Dunkin' or something because they're they're not looking <laughs> for oh you know what. Killian likes sushi though. Kilian does like I'll take him out. Uh, Where does he like
1: to go, Mister Samurai?
0: Well, no, they like Swordfish because when you go to Swordfish, the ah, robot, the sees robot, you. and when they bring out your food, they've got dry ice and water that like creates fog on the plate, and it's like a whole thing. Plus, they give I have you, not been there for so long, bro. They're killing it. Like now, when I go in, then they'll bring you like a specialty sushi in the middle, like before your stuff gets there. Mm. Try this out, and then they bring you like a dessert afterwards, like a. A, a banana that's been fr- like tempura fried or whatever. And then there's like chocolate sauce on it with chocolate ice cream. Nice. It's all part of the thing. Nice. So it's a little bit more spendy, but it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. he, 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 you know, he you know, they all, he has champagne taste. My boy Killian.
1: There you go. You know,
0: that's, that's what he does.
1: You know, nothing wrong with that.
0: What is, uh, so, you know, your kids, what do they have? That's like their favorite thing. Like, uh, oh. like, do they have like a, like if you were going to, take out ariana your daughter and you're like hey we're just gonna go out we're just just me and you we're gonna go get what what would she want to eat is there something she'd like to go eat is it ice cream is it like uh is it noodles and company my daughter's like noodles and company
1: no you know what they all like portillos oh yeah that's kind of their thing
0: that's good for everybody
1: yeah yeah they really like portillos what do they get uh so cohen it's cheeseburger every single time cheeseburger uh ariana will she might do a hot dog
0: but how does she get
1: it Uh plain. like a kid yeah, yeah. Elias is adventurous if Ooh. he does a hot dog it's everything on it oh this chicago style yep. i want that or he really likes salads
0: yeah they're chopped salad yeah. is good yep holy yep. smokes that's a good salad yep it's funny man they're really good at a lot of their stuff yeah we we used to take all the kids there you know and it's you know it's relatively cheap, you know, uh, comparatively, but the food is so good. Like if we go to, here's the thing. If we go to Chili's, we might spend a little bit more, but Mm. the food is not as good as Portillo's. We just would rather
1: like, we took every time I took the kids Chili's once. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you did tell me that it did not go well. (laughs) I like Chili's. Uh, you talk about champagne taste, you know, (laughs) 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 sits down. Elias is like, all right, uh, not even look at the menu. He's like, what kind of risotto do you have? She's like, kid, we ain't got no risotto. <laughs> He's like, mm, how about your salmon? Was your salmon like wood planked? Is it, how do you cook? She's like, well, you're not going to like the salmon here. He's like, uh, burger.
0: <laughs> I wonder who their dad is. Hmm. You think that's had an impact? Maybe. Chef Fowler. That's cool, man. I like it. The kids learn that stuff. You mm. know, they they know what they like. Kids are fun, man, mm-hmm. until they're not. But they're, and, yeah.
1: most of the time, they're fun.
0: They can be, you know, extra
1: from time to time, mm-hmm. and time and time yeah. again. You know,
0: yeah. But Catherine, our, our oldest one, she's so chill. She's so easy.
1: You know what annoys me about my kids? Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. So I
0: was watching. Uh, I was watching this uh, slasher movie that came out called Sick. Okay, it's on Peacock Network. Great slasher movie, like really well done, and. Um, and I was like, wow, this is really good. And so I told uh, Eli, I'm like, man, you need to watch this. This is really good. And I told Catherine, you need to watch this. really good. Dang mm-hmm. it. I told uh, Killing, you need to watch it. Nope. Nobody. Nobody no, watched nobody, it. No nobody, one cared. Like, oh, I want to watch it. No, they are like, I want to watch it. Like, not, 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 I told not Maddie, one. I'm like, Maddie, listen, will you please watch this? <laughs> I'm trying mm-hmm. to get my kids to watch this slasher movie. And, uh, you know, it's, by the way, it's, uh, you know, it's not, it's, uh, that's really well done, but it's not like over the top crazy, Yeah. you know, there's yeah, yeah. nudity or anything yeah. like that. And it was, I was like, man, I, I you know, I, I, I direct you guys in spiritual disciplines. I direct you guys in movies. And kids are just slow to do what you tell them to do. Mm. If mm-hmm. they find it on their own, it's like, oh, right away. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all about it then. I don't like it.
0: I don't like that. I want people to do what I tell them to do when I tell them to do it.
1: Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I like it. I prefer things that way, you know? All right, That's why I became a pastor,
0: so people would do what I tell them to do. So that people would just listen, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm, just do what I do. Without even questioning. Don't question it, right? Just do it. Because, you know, lead pastor. I have the mantle. Mm Mm-hmm. So- so all right, so all. So, th- that
1: being said, we got some job openings. Yeah, that's so That's right. Hey,
0: if you want to do what I tell you to do, apply.
1: That <laughs> doesn't work that way. here. No, no, nobody. No. Does I that think in our like, Slack. I don't tell people what to do. I think it actually says in my Slack thing. You know how like on, you can have a bio in oh, your yeah. your Slack. Oh yeah. Okay. So it, uh, or you know so it goes you know Jim Fowler is my thing, my bio for what I do says whatever Joe wants, and
0: that is not true.
1: Oh no, I don't do that. Is not even close to true. Nope. You know
0: what my bio says uh, in uh, on Twitter? What's that? I don't like social media or being social, yet
1: here I am. Yet here you are, uh, all about it. <laughs> Man, you're still on Twitter these days, huh? Yeah, well, I got 16.9 thousand followers. I,
0: if I hit 17, then I can dip out. I got to hit 17.
1: Do you actually have that many? Yeah. Wait, no, you said million. Sorry. Oh, no, 16.9 thousand. Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: No, I don't have. Not, no, I know. I, I I'm, like, hold on. Count. Do you really have 16.9? Yeah. 16, thousand? Yeah.
0: 16.9 K. I'm looking at it. Wow. All right. That's well,
1: impressive. Yeah. 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 No, I'm actually like
0: Joe freaking Thorn. How, how many bots are those? No, I actually delete when I, when I, cause I get notified when people start following me. Yeah. I look at like, uh, if I catch it, like, oh, it's like, you could usually tell because it's a woman showing cleavage. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's a bot. That bot. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye Or if you're not like still, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Ah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know you. Yeah, What's going on. Uh, but thankfully it's just mostly, um, you know, spiritually minded women and, uh, nerdy reformed dudes that's usually uh what winds up
1: hi right, man speaking of twitter twitter uh did you cause a ruckus again i did not i did
0: not offend anybody i just mm. noticed that uh people are talking about deconstruction again oh uh, deconstructing from the faith and uh your favorite pastor actually had something to say about this pastor mark driscoll Who's that oh why would you say that let me just say this on the front end i'm gonna oh. speak for myself here we go i th- personally think my conviction is based on all that i've observed that uh he mark driscoll should not be a pastor of any church anywhere that that's you know, that's yep. where I'm at. I think he's disqualified. Um, and, you know, if he were to step away and experience revival and reformation and humility and come back in 10 or 15 years, maybe. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I, I, I have major problems with uh, the way that this guy functions. But he, uh, he said this, he put this tweet out. And, uh, oh, just for context, I have uh, 19,000 follower, uh, 16, yeah. followers, 16,000 uh, followers. He has on this tweet 85,000 views. So, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a guy that's got a, a lot of people watching him. He's mm-hmm. got 448,000 followers. And no, he's not as big as he was. Now, a lot of people keep saying this, like, oh, what do you care about Mark? He doesn't have any influence. Uh, he still has major influence. Yeah. Um, a lot of people listen to him. He's he's increasingly being platformed and, yep. and, and promoted. And so his tweet was on uh, deconstruction. It says, dear pastor, don't chase after apostates when they deconstruct their faith. Crowds abandoned Jesus in John 6 after they heard hard teaching. But better a small flock of Christians than a large flock of pagans. Now, there's a lot said here, and, and, and a lot of this is, is, is true, actually. Um, better a small flock of Christians than a large flock of pagans. That's, that's true for a church. You want yeah. your church to be made up of, of Christians, yep. not non-Christians. Yep. That, so that's, that, that is a, a true statement. I think that the, the confusion that some guys, particularly the, the very theologically invested sort of Calvinistic guys, um, when they talk about deconstruction, they have one form of deconstruction in mind. Which is? Which is apostasy. Okay, And that's what he says. He says, don't chase after apostates when they deconstruct their faith. Um, But what I find is that a lot of guys, that's all deconstruction. Like when somebody talks about deconstruction, they're like, listen, we can debate the merits of the term, right? I'm fine saying it's not a great term, but like I, whatever, that's Mm -hmm, the term that's being mm -hmm. used. Um, But that's not what everybody is doing when they're deconstructing. Some people are, you know, fed up with a corrupt theological system and they deconstruct from that. Yep. Uh, and then they reconstruct into something healthier mm, or better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we which made is, this point which before. Which
1: is, yeah, something I went through. Yeah.
0: We all, uh, Most Christians have gone through something like that. Well, not most. Many Christians that I know have gone through this. Yeah. It's, most Calvinists that I know had to deconstruct yep. from their Arminian worldview yep. into a Calvinistic uh, yep. perspective on Scripture. Yep. So uh, I, I just think it's better to have a more uh, – patient and nuanced approach to dealing with people who talk about deconstruction because one person's deconstruction is not the same as another person's and people have different issues that they're dealing with. I mean, even in um, the people that I've watched and some of the, some of the famous people that I've watched when they talk about what they are deconstructing from, I'm like, yeah, I would deconstruct from that mess too. Mm. Like I would abandon that Mm. because it's, they're deconstructing oftentimes from a, very superficial evangelical kind of weak theology or they're deconstructing from a very fundamentalist church context or they're deconstructing from an abusive church and so they may be saying like i'm done with the church and then they explain why and it's like well that's not all churches you're actually you have an issue with a particular kind of church Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's that's worth abandoning but don't give up on Jesus because of that. Don't give up on church because you had a bad church experience. The church is much bigger than that one experience. Yeah, yeah. I'm sympathetic. I mean, I understand, if you, especially if you've been hurt or abused. I get the impulse to say, like, I got to get out. I got to get away. But I've also seen people who um, have talked about deconstruction and have gone through some of it, and they didn't abandon Jesus. They're not done with the church. And maybe they're done with church for a while because they don't know where to go or what to do. Mm-hmm. But, they're, but they are definitely done with bad forms of church and church leadership right Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm okay so when we're looking at at his particular tweet here um he says don't chase after apostates." so now we're talking about a particular kind of deconstruction yeah like let's just say we're talking about people who have renounced the faith yeah they're done they're They're out i'm out he says don't chase after them when they deconstruct uh he points to john six i've pointed this out before that oftentimes hard the harder teachings of scripture will move people to abandon ship Mm -hmm. like oh I was down when I thought Jesus was cool and chill, but Jesus says I got to deny myself and follow Him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Jesus is challenging my worldview. Uh, he wants He wants to be Lord. I kind of mm-hmm. like being Lord,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm out. That that happens. Yep. And so yeah, you you, you got to do that. Um, but do do we should we chase after people when they're deconstructing? Should we chase after people? Is is there a sense in which we we should? I mean. Or is it just, hey, listen, um, if they're deconstructing your faith, you just let them go. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, if 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 you're lucky enough, and I use that word, or that phrase, like like a pagan, lucky. No, no, like if you if you're lucky enough that you have built a relationship with the individual where they feel open and transparent through the process of sharing with you, hey, I'm struggling here. Being able to walk alongside them is, I don't know what, like, what do you mean by chasing? Like, to me, if someone's struggling in their faith or they're lacking faith, why would we not be loving them, reaching out to them, encouraging them as one does an unbeliever Mm -hmm. to repent and 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 follow jesus
0: right and now in, in this particular example it there's no indication that there's been gross immorality or anything like that correct so okay so it's not that they've gone through church discipline because of continued you know pervasive sin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now they've been you know like paul handed over handed over to satan they've been excommunicated uh and in such case yeah you don't fellowship with them but even then i don't know that it means you don't have any interactions with yeah, them yeah yeah but then again that's maybe that isn't chasing after them so I, I think that's, it's worth noting like, okay, this is a person who they're, they're giving up uh, on the faith is what it looks like. They're giving up on the faith. They're walking away. I'm with you. Uh, if I have any kind of relationship with them, uh, I'll keep talking. Now I, we, we've had friends that have, have yeah. apostatized and they're, they don't want to talk about it. Yeah. They're like, no. And like, I know you, I love you, but they're like I'm, I'm out, I'm done. And and they've truly apostatized. And so, yeah, I don't think you can chase after them. You know, chasing after them is, is probably a, a key phrase. Um, but at the same time before that you're pleading and then if they do apostatize i i still think those rooms if they're if they're if they are no longer confessing christ and we treat them as an unbeliever then yeah i would i would assume that we're reaching out praying for them yeah and when the opportunity affords it calling them to faith and repentance but i i think that it's it's important to To understand like, yeah, better a small church of Christians than a large church of pagans. Well, those aren't the only two options here, right? It's like, in fact, if you're growing, and I think Mark would agree with this. If you're reaching people, you're going to have non-Christians in your church. Correct. And you're going to have people coming in that have baggage. Yep. And it's going to make things uncomfortable that's right and that's what happens when you're reaching people yep and i know he has an experience with this and you know with with addressing the many of the problems that come with that
1: or even people that are not causing issues and stuff some people i i I think it's it's naive to assume everybody in church is a believer
0: oh yeah yeah i mean it's I, i think that's the goal Right? Yeah. and for your membership, that's the standard as best yep. as you can tell. Yep. These are people yep. that confess Christ, but everybody on a Sunday? Mm. No, I mm. would. I want to have non Christians there. I think that's great. They're yep. going to hear the gospel. They're going to see God's people.
1: Yep. Experience God's love. You know, and it's it's
0: because I was a non Christian at a church. I went, and uh, the whole thing was super weird. But I'll tell you that it was the the kindness of the people who yep. treated me with respect, yep. even though they clearly knew this guy does not know Jesus. Yeah, I didn't get the weird eye. I didn't get, and I know at other churches, like goodness. And if you or I walked into some churches today, we would get the weird look.
1: You give me a weird look trying to meet with you.
0: Well, yeah, because you know, at
1: the coffee shop,
0: yeah, you have, a, you have, a, you have, a, you, have, a, you, have a, you have a thing.
1: What do you mean I have a I thing? Don't
0: know, you look like, I don't know, man. You might be into trouble. <laughs> really, or you have long hair. Oh, long hair. Okay, that's a, that. That's a telltale sign right beard. there. Beard. Actually, at that
1: point, I didn't have the beard.
0: Did you have a goatee then? I think I had a goatee. I don't remember that. Oh man, that's uh, probably why I was looking at you. What, uh, look at that thing. Yeah, look up at that. that, at that? Grow that beard.
1: Uh, what are you doing? It was horrible.
0: Now I remember. I took my son. I think I've shared this, but I took my son to a, a hip hop conference, and uh, and so uh, we're we're there. It's a Christian hip hop conference uh, concert, mm. and um, the the lead the the lead performer, uh, the rapper, he kind of dials in on me. And he's looking at me the whole time. He's preaching the gospel. He's doing all this stuff. And afterwards, I went up, I took my son up to him mm-hmm. to introduce a little Eli at the time. And uh, and when he found out he was a Christian, he goes, man, I just thought you were a pagan. I was like preaching at you the whole time. I was <laughs> and I'm like, I need the gospel, man. Don't make no mistake about it. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I want people who are struggling with the desire or the temptation to deconstruct or people that are actually going through the process to talk mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, if we treat all deconstruction the same, when somebody starts to say like, man, I'm, you know, I'm going through this thing right now. I'm really deconstructing. If we just go, oh, they're apostatizing and I'm done with them. Or if we think like, oh, they're, they're completely abandoning Jesus. It's like, well, I would rather I say like, well, let's, let's say, let's talk to them and figure it out. Like what are the issues? Yeah. Because the, the, the issues are, are so different. I mean, goodness, I've had periods of doubt concerning the faith in my life over the years. And the thing that always brings me back is the word. And so, you know, the, this is one of the main problems that I think people have who are going through deconstruction is when they cut themselves off from the word of God, they get into trouble. When they cut mm. themselves off from like the fellowship and the word of God, they're in more trouble. And so like you need the community of faith around you. I, I get it. Like deconstruction, like the term is, is, is potentially problematic for a lot of people, but um, but I, I care more about what people mean by the words than like the word itself.
1: Yeah. I yeah. just
0: rather know like, well, what do people mean? And this is a part of the problem with some, you know, theologians and pastors is they, 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 they consider themselves to be you know, experts in exegesis and in interpreting the scripture. But they can't interpret people or culture sometimes. They're just not very good at understanding. Like, what does somebody mean by what mm, they're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they said this. But what do they mean by it? Do they mean what you think they mean, or do they mean something else? mean, until you talk to them and figure it out, yeah. you can't properly know how to preach to them, how to share with them, how to lead them, how to confront them. You just go and, and just own
1: having that. this like general statement of "don't chase after them" is, I think it's unhelpful, at best, unloving. Yeah, it certainly I mean?
0: comes off that way, right? Like, again, Jesus said, if. If they won't receive you, kick the dust off your sandals and move on, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, do not cast your pearls before swine. So we have to deal with that. Yeah. yeah. But again, like, clearly, uh, Jesus loved the lost and and reasoned with people. Um, he confronted them on their particular sins. Um, he didn't treat—this is what's interesting. He treated everybody like sinners, but he also had the ability to talk to people in very specific ways. To some mm-hmm. people, he would say, sell all you have, give to the poor. Yep. Right To other people, who he would say, you must be born again. To other people, he would say, you have to eat my flesh and drink my blood. To other people, who would say, follow me. other people, he says, believe in me. And yeah, in a sense, it all boils down to the same thing, but he's dealing with them in their specific context, mm. which you can't do if you just lump everybody into one category and just go. Like We're supposed to be surgeons of the soul. We're supposed to be doctors who can diagnose properly, which means you have to listen to the patient in a sense, right? Mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. Are, what are you experiencing? What are the symptoms? Yep. What's going on? Yeah. I think... I think we can do better. I, th- I think we need to be discerning. And, you know, if we need to be able to make hard calls. And yes, you got to let people go. So you let people want to go, mm. you, let, you let them go. Mm-hmm. But I don't ever want to write people off. I got like, I still have hope. And um, I've seen people come back from absolute train wrecks of faith. They've been completely. Uh, They've, they, they've blown themselves up, but I've seen God heal them and bring them back. So that's something worth considering for all of us.
1: Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Diva, or on Facebook, slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineAndDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at the store, JoFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website, and we got that all access exclusive content uh-huh you got banter truth for tuesdays weekday wisdom monday through friday mm-hmm. you can click can on you... the link sure they can do that right there uh-huh. support this podcast yep or mm-hmm. go to doctrine and all access yep. and sign up today huh. now joe yes if someone wants to shoot their shot shoot their shot go to shoot your shot.com no, no, no. don't yeah. do that don't do that i don't know what that is but they want to go ahead and join on staff here at Redeemer Fellowship. If they, want to, if they want to
0: submit their resume, if they want to let us know that they're interested and they think they might be a good fit, they can go to redeemerfellowship.org slash openings because we are looking to hire a full-time associate pastor and a part-time youth minister. Later. <laughs>